Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez on Zoom with co-host Erin Keller, and today we're excited to be joined by Julie Gabrielson out of our eastern region. She's busy this time of year planning the Elko Sportsman's Expo. Julie, thank you so much for joining us and for taking time out of the madness to talk with us. Yeah, it's in the final push. We've got about three and a half, almost four weeks before we start setting up for it. And I'm excited. I'm so excited to have it, have it going again this year. So we're excited too. So you were just saying, I didn't realize I forgot time just is a big blur that <laughs> I forgot that it, this is its first year back after a two year hiatus. So it is. Yeah. And I, I mean, like I said, I am so excited that we're able to bring it back and we've, we've got a lot of vendors and a lot of um, interest from the community. They're also excited to have it back. It was a big event before and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And to have that two year hiatus was kind of, I mean, it was a big disappointment. We all missed it. And so now that it's coming back, they're they're looking forward to it. Definitely getting getting built up for it again. Well, that's good to hear. And speaking of you, you, talk, you just mentioned how each year it's been getting bigger and bigger. And then I asked you, I was like, when did it start? Have you always been involved in it? And come to find out, you started it. <laughs> did. Um, so previously to coming to work for the department, um, I managed a radio station here locally in Elko. And it was an event that I created about a year or two years before I left the radio station to come here to the Department of Wildlife. And it was just, I mean, it's always been a passion of mine, the outdoors. I was a hunter instructor for 17 years before coming here. Um, so it was just something that I really loved and loved introducing people to um, and joining in on the community that outdoorsmen and hunters are just in general. And so this was just kind of one of my ways of you know, let's let's get this out there. Let's do something that we can get that community together as well as introducing new people to what's available out there. Got it. So so then how did Endow get involved with it? Did you come to us or I mean, I don't even know if I should say us because I wasn't here then. <laughs> Oh, you're us. We're all us. <laughs> um, so I still remained very good friends with the owner of the radio station after I came here. Um, still helped him out with some other things as well. And he uh, he decided to sell the radio station. And as part of that, um, he wasn't sure if he would continue on with the expo. And so we approached him and asked if it was something that he would be willing to send our way. And that's pretty much how it came. We took over, we, you know, we, we took over the event at that point. Um, he gave us all of the paperwork that we had maintained for the years prior and um, vendor records and um, participation records, attendance records. And so we still have all of that, that information and that data from those first couple of years for us to carry on with. And then you said it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It does. Um, you know, uh, in 2020, which was our, our last one that we were able to have, we were pretty much at capacity for the venue itself. Um, and 
looking at what our options were for following years. You know, if we keep continuing to grow, are we going to have to go into a second building? Are we going to have to um, maybe rent some tents that we put outside for some of our, our vendors, that type of a thing. So this year we're, 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 we're going to be close to capacity again this year. Um, so there's a chance next year or the year after we might have to look at expanding into bigger buildings and bigger space. Wow. So to be, to be determined after yes. this year, <laughs> yeah. we'll let it come back and then see where it goes. Yeah. So for people who don't know and who have never attended, could you tell us a little bit about the expo and what people can expect? Absolutely. So it's always the first full weekend of March. So this year it's March 4th and 5th. It's at the Elko Conference Center. We run it from 9 to 5 on Saturday and 10 to 2 on Sunday. And one of the best things about it, there's actually two phenomenal things about it. One, it's a free admission. So to just walk through the door and explore the the event itself, it's free to come through the door. And when you come through that door, we give you a free raffle ticket that puts you in for door prizes. Um, the second thing, which is really, really popular is our free youth activity room. Um, and that room, it's it's just a big wildlife and outdoor experience for the youth to come in and enjoy. The, this year, um, instead of a laser shot range, which we've had in the past, we actually have an inflatable pellet range that's donated to us by the local chapter of uh, National Wild Turkey Foundation, who is also our co-host for the event. Um, and so that's going to be a really big addition this year, um, considering what we've had in the years past. We're going to have fly tying available for the, the kids to come through and tie their own flies. We're also looking at adding in a lure building station where they can build, um, you know, different types of lures for other types of fishing. Um, we've got the skins and skulls where they can come in and they can can touch some of the skins and of, of wildlife that they might find in Nevada um, and learn a little bit more about the different wildlife. There's an archery station where they can come in and actually shoot in about a seven yard archery range. Um, and then there's a, a wildlife t-shirt coloring station where they get a free t-shirt um, that they can color on and do stamps with and all kinds of fun stuff. And as long as those supplies last, we have free t-shirts to give out to all of the kids that come through that room. We have kids that will you know, come back both days just to spend several hours in that room at a time. Yeah, and if you know Endow, you know this podcast, you know we love those events yeah. where we're introducing anyone really, but especially kids when they're young, getting them interested in the outdoors. So how does it feel to be a part of that? And when you do see all those kids coming through? It just makes your day. I mean, it really just makes your day. And, you know, and then you get the parents in there as well. They're like, well, what can I shoot? I want to go shoot. And so then you have to, you know, kind of, you know, you have to, you know, let them down easy that this part is for just the kids. It's not for the big, the big kids, but for the small kids and, and then encourage them to come in and join in on some of our other events that we have throughout the year that's meant for families or adults or, you know, just individuals in general. And so it, it's really a cool thing to be able to offer that and get that out to the public um, and, and see people walking away. And you even hear them talking about, I never knew that, that is so cool. Um, I never thought that that would have been something that my, my child would have enjoyed doing with the fly tying or the, the shooting, um, whether it be the archery or the, the laser shot or the pellet guns. Um, and it, it really sparks an interest for, for the, the people that have never been involved in it, but then the people that have been, it's like, oh, now I got to go shoot my bow some more because I forgot how much I like it and I only do it three months a year or whatever. So it's, it's just a really cool event that it's like being home with your family. 
Um, you know, you work, you work, work, work so hard to get it coming and built up. And then once you're there, it's like, you know, everybody's sitting around and having coffee and, and cheesecake, you know, and enjoying everything about it. It's like, you know, sitting down with family is pretty cool. That is, I know as you were listing all the activities, um, even the kids ones, I was like, I want to do that. I want to yeah. do that. I want to do that. So, and it is really important to the area. I feel like each region has a big event. Um, like we have the sheep show here in Reno. We have Clark County Fair in Southern region. And I feel like this is one of, or maybe even the biggest event, would you say, in, for our Eastern region? Um, hosted by us? Yes, um, I would say so. We have we have another event, like the Angel Eight Kids Fishing Derby in the summer, that's also very big as well. Um, but this one's just a little bit more all-inclusive. It's not specific to kids fishing. Um, whereas this, I mean, it brings in all kinds of, between the vendors and the people that are coming in and looking for different um, types of equipment that they might be looking for for the outdoors. They might be looking to connect with some of the NGOs that are here um, and, you know, becoming a part of that, that group. It might be, you know, like one of the archery clubs or the Trappers Association. There's, there's several different groups that come in. We've got some, um, some youth foundations that come in. Nevada Outdoor Schools is a big part of this event as well. So there's, there's so many different reasons why folks would come into this event. Um, and it's just a, it, a lot of them make it a family day out and spend several hours there um, more than just shopping, you know, hanging out because there's food and there's beverages available for them. They can sit down and, and you know, you know, chit chat with friends that they might come up across or, or have come with and just hang out. Nice. Aaron, are you going? You, um, I know walking through the sheep show with him, we could barely get through. We could barely <laughs> walk through without him seeing someone he knew. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. There are people that I, that I know that are like, we can't miss it. They put it on their calendar every year and drive up and um, it's definitely an attraction to just run up there and see your old friends and people that have moved to Elko, see your Elko friends. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it this year. We're uh, we're too deep into uh, the kids sports to make it up there this year. But, uh. <laughs> um, I, I would imagine that it's going to be bigger and better than it's ever been. I was going to ask Julie, so if do they need to do they need to bring anything with them to go to the kids event? Is it everything's provided? We provide everything for them. Um, you know, pretty much all they got to come in with is the curiosity and the adventure spirit, and they're going to have a good time in that kid's room. Um, we really kind of fashioned it after the sheep shows wildlife activity room, you know, and their big experience room that they've got. We don't have that size of a venue, so it's not near as big and with as many options, but that's really kind of the idea that we went behind with it. But yeah, you come in, we're going to have the bows and arrows for you available in the, the archery range. We actually ask you not to bring your own because it is the type of range that it is set up to be. Um, with the, the fly tying and the lure building, we will provide 100% of the materials that are needed for it. The t-shirt coloring, we have all the different fabric markers and fabric paints that they can, can sit down with. And then of course, we have the t-shirt um, and then the skins and skulls that's really what they don't get to take anything from there other than the experience itself because um, those skins and skulls we use those across the board throughout the entire year um, with in school programs and everything but they get to they can touch and, and feel some of the different skulls for I mean anything from a badger to a, a mule deer you know I mean we've got antlers both um slick horn as well as the the velvet antlers so there's all different types of things that they can touch we've got badger 
uh, badger pelts, we've got beaver pelts, we've got otter pelts, um, as well as mountain lion. So, I mean, there's so many different things that they can can just feel and get the idea of. It, it always amazes me as a little side note when it comes to the skins and skulls, the badger of all of our, our, our animals that we cover, the badger is probably my absolute favorite pelt. It is one of the softest pelts that I have ever come across. And so it's really cool to see people experience what, what they think something is going to feel like in comparison to what it actually feels like. Yeah. I don't know if I've felt one of the badger ones. So now I, I need to. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're really a neat pelt. Yeah. Yeah. Hides and skulls are probably one of the main attractions at every event we do. And it's, it is really cool to see kids come up and you can do the trivia questions and all the things and they'll stand back and then they get a little closer and then you're like, you can go ahead and touch these. And, and that's one thing I think about our hides and skulls station is it's all, you could touch it all. And so once that door is open, then the kids and the parents and everybody loves it. And yeah, it's really one of the cooler stations for sure. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of all the stations, um, I mean, you mentioned bows and arrows, the archery station, there's the wildlife pelts, and then there's even building the t-shirts. It really is something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, there is. I mean, even if they come in and they really are, you know, like like Aaron said, they might be standoffish on the, the skins and skulls, but they're going to go over and have a great time coloring the t-shirt. And the t-shirt, it's designed, it's just a black and white design, but there's silhouettes of, of different wildlife that they can color in on there. There's um, there's a snake, there's a, a raptor on there. I think there's a deer on there. Um, there's a rabbit and I, there's one other, I can't remember what it is, but so they've got, you know, they've got their own little, you know, animals that they can fill in on there as well as doing their own. Cause it's a, a very, you know, broad palette for them. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well, we are gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we'll say how people could get involved if they wanna help out, Julie could use the help. So we'll talk about that right after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we are on Zoom talking with Julie Gabrielson out of our Eastern region, and she is busy planning the Elko Sportsman's Expo. Julie, one more time, can you tell us when this is happening? March 4th and 5th at the Elko Conference Center in the city of Elko, uh, 9 to 5 on Saturday and 10 to 2 on Sunday. Yes, and then in the first half you explained all of it, but just for people who are just now listening, could you just do a quick recap of what this event is and why people should be so excited? It's it's really just an outdoor adventure expo. We want to expose everybody and to um, anything related to the outdoors and hunting, as well as bringing that hunting and outdoor community together for just something to enjoy together. Um, it's a two-day event. It's free admission for anybody to come into the, the event and check out all the vendors and see what else we've got going on. And then the kids' youth activity room, um, everything in there is free for the kids to come 
come in there and join and participate in. Uh, sometimes there's going to be a couple of things that they actually get to take home, like a wildlife t-shirt that they can color and um, decorate in any way they want, as long as we've got you know, them available until we run out of them. And then fly tying, they can tie their own flies, um, build their own fishing lure. Um, and so there's definitely, you know, some swag that goes along with that as well. You know, they shoot a, if they come in and they shoot in the, on the archery range, they might get to take home a little bit of swag um, just to show that they might've shot a bow or gone <laughs> into the, the uh, Turkey Federation's pellet, their inflatable pellet range. Um, they'll get something for going in there as well and, and shooting into that. Who's staffing all the, is Endow hosting all the events or is there other people that are hosting events inside the kids area? Um, so there's, it's occasionally we do have somebody else in there like U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services. They'll do some kids activities in there as well. Um, and they, like in the past, they've done, um, they basically taken a seed bomb and put it onto a, a sporting clay. And so that when somebody went out to shoot, they could shoot that and as well as spreading native seed um, and whenever, wherever they're shooting at. So, um, so yeah, so we might, we, there's a good chance that we'll have some of that kind of stuff in there as well. We're still trying to determine where we're going to put them at this point, just depends on space for that particular room. Um, but there's, there's a lot of other things that the kids can go in and check out as well that like Nevada outdoor school, they usually have some, um, OHV safety that they do as part of their booth um, with some fun little raffles and, and giveaways that they do that, um, you know, might might go back to um, tracks, you know, scats and track where they kind of have to do a little um, a challenge in order to, to walk away with something. So there's there's definitely more than just the kids room that will have opportunities for kids of all sizes, uh, you know, as well. So. so with all that, I'm sure that you're looking out for some volunteers to help it's probably ran by quite a few volunteers right yeah we do have i mean quite a bit of staff is there as well um we will have a booth specifically that's got um some of our biologists and law enforcement there so they can they can answer questions for our hunters and and people that are looking to get interact you know get more information on a unit or something else that they might have going on but then like the bulk of the kids room is run by volunteers and we do use volunteers in several other areas of the expo as well so if this is something that you're interested in give us a call because we would love to sign you up and and have you come and help out um, whether it be that you're just you know helping somebody with picking out colors to color their their t-shirt with if you've got some lure building skills or fly tying skills and are willing to sit down and help somebody you know tie one of the flies or even helping out on the archery range there's lots of different things that we can can put you to work with um, throughout the entire event um, even out in the main room we we have some things that we could you know have you help out with we do. Yeah. Volunteers are what make it, make it go. They really are. And we can't, I can't thank our volunteers enough. And we've, we've got some great volunteers out in this region that are already signed up. Um, but we, I mean, they can only go so far too. When you've got seven or eight different booths, they, they can only be at one booth at a time. <laughs> and this sounds like something fun to volunteer for. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it really is. And so, I mean, we've even gone um, and bring it, brought in like FFA groups to help us with some other parts of it um, and 4-H clubs to help out as well. So even on that volunteer age range, I mean, we can, teenagers are just as um, useful on, on the volunteer level with this show as, you know, somebody that's got, you know, 20 years of hunter ed experience for us. 
Good to know. And how should people sign up to volunteer? They can call me. Um, and that number is 775-777-2305. If you don't get me, we're going to just send you to Nicole Hamlin, our volunteer coordinator. But either way, we're going to get you signed up and, and have you helping us out and get you there for us. Great to hear. And it sounds like, so volunteers are one thing to reach out about, but also vendors. Vendors. Yeah, we still have a couple booths and, and spaces available for some vendors to come in. Um, whether you've been with us before or have not and you're brand new and you want to come check out the show, it's definitely worthwhile. Um, and we are going to run out fast because especially the last couple of weeks, um, we start getting a big push for those those last minute you know, booth spaces to be filled up and they go pretty quick. So again, this uh, the phone number is pretty much the same number, 775-777-2305. Um, and we can get you um, signed up for, for a booth space. Okay, and like we've said earlier, I mean, a lot of traffic coming through, definitely a good place to have a booth. <laughs> yeah, in, in years past, we've averaged six to 7,000 people that come through, um, and those are just the ones that we're able to count um, in that, that day and a half time frame. And we've mentioned multiple times, it's just getting bigger, so who it knows? Is how many thousand will walk by. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've got, you know, we've got OHVs, we've got campers that'll be here, vehicles, all different kinds of hunting and camping gear, um, boating where we'll have, we've got a boat dealer coming in, um, camo, food and beverages, which is always super important. You got to have those snacks. Um, and then of course, we've got the informational booths and, and vendors as well there. So it's, it's a really well-rounded show. And another thing that helps make it happen is all of the sponsors involved. <laughs> sponsors, yes. And, you know, I, and I, I can't give enough credit to our co-host as well with um, the Ruby Mountain Rios. That's the local chapter of the National Wild Turkey Federation. They do a lot to help us out with this show. Um, and our sponsors, Gateway RV, Riverton GM, Fifth Gear Power Sports, Exit Outdoors, and then Stockman's Casino and Hotel. They all are a big play a big role in, in getting the show off the ground. And then you were saying after um, after the event, anything left over from the National um, Wild Turkey Federation comes back to Endow's educational programs. Yeah, so NWTF donates back to um, the Department of Wildlife and all of our wildlife ed programs um, with some of the remaining funds after the, the cost of the show is actually taken care of. Nice, which is always good. It is. It, it's great because that rolls into our National Archeries and Schools program, our Trout in the Classroom program, and then our general wildlife ed programs, which might be um, you know, fishing, you know, going out on an ice fishing trip or getting the, you know, this more of the skins and skulls, the pelts that we need to, to take to the schools or the supplies for some of the other programs that we run. Exactly. So we said, so you started it in 2014. Um, I'd have to go back and look at the books. It was either 14 or 15 was the very, very first show. Um, but if I remember correctly, this year, if we hadn't taken the two-year hiatus, it would actually have been the eighth year that we've done this. Um, but because of the two-year hiatus, we're, we're we're keeping it honest and calling it the sixth year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so out of all those years, six, eight years, whatever we want to call it, do you have any favorite memories that stand out? Oh, you know, um, I mean, some of my favorites are definitely in the kids room, um, you know, sitting down and helping, you know, some of them with the archery. Um, when you really have to get down, you're, you're at their level, you're on your knees, helping them to hold the bow and draw the bow back. 
um, you know, the, the t-shirts, you know, seeing these kids that will come through and they'll, they'll sport those t-shirts like they were an award. Um, they just love wearing them. Um, but then also just getting to know some of the vendors that are coming in from out of the area um, and seeing their excitement about seeing a, another show that they can come to that's a little bit smaller level um, and, and still have a great return for them. Um, because this is, this is just a great community, um, just in general, the Elko community is. And then you bring that outdoor community in with the hunter ed or the hunter community. And, and then the people that really just want to, they want to learn something new. It just, it makes for a really, really good show. So for me, there's so many different dynamics that have a different memory for me. But if, if it really pulls on my heartstrings, it's probably coming from the kids' room. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. <laughs> so, and I had told you, I mean, um, by the time this podcast is up, we'll have a, you could Google it now and it's all over the internet, Elko uh, Sportsman's Expo, but I'll also create a page on our Facebook for it. So check out our Facebook. And then um, Julie, one more time, tell us what it's happening, where, Okay, so it's the Elko Sportsman's Expo happening March 4th and 5th at the Elko Conference Center. Free admission, free kids activity youth room, um, sponsored by Gateway RV, Riverton GM, Fifth Gear Power Sports, Exit Outdoors, and Stockman's Hotel and Casino, as well as co-hosted by the Ruby Mountain Rio's National Wild Turkey Federation. It's a great show. Come and check it out. Um, it's food, beverage, all kinds of shopping, you know, whether it be firearms or campers or a lounge chair and a sleeping bag, there's all kinds of things that you're going to be able to find there. Highly encourage you to come and join us. Yeah. Make it a family outing. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Well, Julie, I know you're super busy, so I appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk with us and thank you everyone for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Thank you. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.